the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. They are holding a press conference in Highland Park, Illinois, with details on the shooting. Uh, The shooter acted alone. He did purchase his rifle legally. So let's take a little bit of Fox's live coverage as uh, one of the investigating officers at the podium taking questions right now. At this point, we have not developed a motive from him. Uh, Investigators are very much furthering the investigation. Uh, They have been in discussions with him. I don't have anything to say about motivation thus far because it hasn't been provided. The question was, there's disturbing videos online that have been seen. Uh, we are reviewing those. Those are going to be a part of any investigation uh, efforts by our task force investigators, Highland Park Police. We'll look at them and we'll see what they reveal. Phil. The question was, uh, where did he purchase the weapons and did he tell his mother uh, what he had done? He purchased the weapons locally uh, within the region, so the Chicagoland area. Uh, when he went to his mother's, we have no indication that he provided any information to her. Did he, did he make, can you give us an idea of how many weapons did he purchase? So he was in possession of the firearm the day of the rifle. He was in possession of another rifle in his vehicle when he was pulled over by police. Um, he also had other firearms that were recovered from a residence uh, that he was living in in Highwood. Chris Wall in his name? They were in his name. So there you have the uh, details that the guns that this young man had in his possession, the high-powered rifle that did the shooting at the parade, the rifle that he had in his mother's car when he was apprehended, both were purchased legally. So again, the whole we can legislate away crimes of violence committed with guns is completely erroneous. It's one thing to be wrong, but it's another thing to be willfully wrong. And politicians who continue to bray about we can get rid of gun crimes if we get rid of guns or if we just make it harder to buy them, these things won't happen. It's just not accurate. They're not telling you the truth. But perhaps the dumbest analogy made in the aftermath of this shooting was made by the aforementioned Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, the guy caught on the tape that put Rod Blagojevich in jail, but J.B. Pritzker was not touched by that scandal because, well, he's a Democrat, and in Illinois you can get away with anything if you are a Democrat. But listen to what 
J.B. Pritzker says about the Second Amendment. There are going to be people who say that today is not the day, that now is not the time to talk about guns. I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here and right now. It's the 4th of July, a day for reflection on our freedoms. Our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. And I don't think a single one Issues of them would have with said application? that you have- Oh, somebody's breaking in on JB. I don't know what happened there. But uh, he said our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. Yes, J.B. Pritzker, that is correct. Because our founders could not get assault weapons. They had not been invented yet. The technology was such that they carried muskets because that was the best technology at the time. And he said that the founders of this country would not have allowed them to carry assault weapons. And on that is he is 1,000% wrong. 1,000% wrong. Because the whole idea of the Second Amendment was to guard against government overreach, government tyranny, government taking away the people's freedom. That is the whole purpose of the Second Amendment. Now, if you want to make an argument, and I don't, but a more sensible argument would be, well, at the time of the American Revolution, the Continental Army was not a force that could ever conceivably be overcome by the people. And now we have a military that is high-tech enough highly sophisticated enough, and uh, so prevalent that no way could the citizenry overtake the military. And so the Second Amendment is outdated. If you want to make that argument, it's a better argument. It's still not an argument that I would agree with. But to say that they didn't carry assault rifles, they carried muskets, so what? So we're all entitled to carry a musket, but not an AR-15? moron, J.B. Pritzker. You are a moron. And I don't know if he's so stupid that he believes his own stupidity or if he thinks we're so stupid that we can't put the two together. No, that's right, J.B. Pritzker. You got me. Our founders did not carry AR-15s. They didn't have them. And I'm sure, you know, in the interest of sporting, if they had AR-15s, they would have said, well, it's really not fair for us to mow down the Redcoats with AR-15s. We should probably use muskets because that's all they have. Wow. This guy's the governor of a state in the United States of America. This guy wants to be president of the United States of America. Unfathomable how ignorant he is and how ignorant he thinks we are that we would follow along with that kind of logic. Speaking of ignorance, I came across a video over the weekend of a transgender activist in Canada. So not here, but in Canada, lecturing a group of women who are protesting their feared lack of access to abortion. Now, they're in Canada They're not subject to the Supreme Court ruling, okay? I guess they're just protesting out of sympathy for their sisters in America 
But they're protesting lack of access to abortion, which they have plenty of in Canada, sadly. But the transgender woman, so biological man, if you're keeping score at home, this is a biological man, is at a protest of women scolding the women for not being inclusive enough. So let me play what this transgender activist said. Three quick cuts. Here we go. Here's number one. The history of trans people goes... Ah, wrong, wrong, wrong audio. This is a different trans activist. Yes, I know. I subject myself to uh, more than one a day just to prove my point that this is a disease of the mind. Here we go. Women aren't the only people who get abortions. Now again, this is a guy lecturing women and they're applauding him. Why? Because the narrative is so powerful. But listen to what he says, excuse me, what the transgender person says, and the reaction that he gets from the women. Women aren't the only people who get abortions. Um, There's a lot of language in the abortion conversation that is just centered around women, and it excludes every single trans person that needs abortion care, that needs abortion health care. I am excluded from the conversation when your shirt says women, when your sign says girls. So I bring this sign every time I come. Just to remind that women are not the only people with uteruses. I'm not a woman. I have a uterus. So when you choose to exclude trans people from your conversation, you are not advocating for health care for everybody. Now, the most interesting aspect of that cut is where the transgender woman says, I am not a woman. Making the case that uh, women are not the only people who have uteruses. Yes, they are. He says, I am not a woman. But I thought trans women were women. He says, women are... Transgender people are excluded. Well, not transgender men, because they're actually women. So as I said last segment, I have trouble keeping all my sound bites from transgender activists separate. I had the transgender woman, biological man, lecturing women about not being inclusive enough in their quest for abortion, saying you're leaving transgender people out and leaving me out. Well, yeah, we are leaving you out because you're a dude. You don't have a uterus. And you even said it. You said, I'm not a woman. Well, then you're not part of that conversation that they're having right there about their lack of access to abortion. Now, I'm not one of those people who says, oh, I'm a man, I can't have an opinion on abortion. No, of course I can have an opinion on abortion. Because guess what? You can't be in a position to need an abortion without a man being part of the equation. But for this transgender activist, he was saying that, you know, women are not the only people who have uterus. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Now, as for more proof, as if you needed it, 
the transgender arguments are illogical and make no sense. Listen to this transgender activist who is, well, constructing a familiar straw man argument. The history of trans people goes back a long, long time. We have been everywhere for as long as time has existed. Prove that, please. Prove that. Because this sure seems like a relatively recent phenomenon to me. I've told you guys before about the conversation I had with my friend Dr. T in Haiti, and I asked him, do you have this transgender thing in Haiti? No, we don't. Why not? Because in Haiti, we don't have the affluence. We are worried every day about where our next meal is coming from. See, the human mind is prone to obsess, worry, ruminate on things. And when you're awash in so much prosperity like we are in this country, even those who are in poor areas are prosperous by comparison to the world standard. If you have no real need, you will create perceived needs. And if you don't have a sense of community and belonging, you will search for that. And unfortunately, the transgender community is one where many young people, in particular right now, are finding community. They are finding affirmation. They are finding the aspects of their life that they lack to have purpose and meaning in places that are not healthy for them. And it's always been that way. That's how drug abuse happens. That's how addictive behavior happens. That's how... All kinds of dysfunctional things happen. It's because you're searching for something that you're missing. All right, here's more from that same trans activist who says, we've always been here. No, no, you haven't. You can't prove that you've always been here. This is not, I don't read the founding fathers did not count on addressing the whole trans community when they drew up the Constitution of the United States. Okay, take two, transgender activists. Maybe you'll flummox me with this take. Trans youths are incredibly vulnerable, especially right now. They deserve to be protected. They're children. Children deserve to be who they are. Yes, they are children. And yes, they do deserve to be protected. And yes, they do deserve to be who they are. And who they are is established at birth by their biological sex. If they are born a boy, they are destined to be a boy. If they are born a girl, they are destined to be a girl. You know, I was on a panel recently with someone from Stonewall Union, the gay activist organization in Columbus. And the person was talking about their daughter. And the person said, I don't know who told her she's a girl. I didn't tell her she's a girl. And I'm thinking... It's innate. She knows. The world is telling her she's a girl. Her inner recognition of self, her biology is telling her she's a girl. She's not, she doesn't not need you to confirm it for her. All right. Trans lie number three. A lot of those ideas come from very, very bad faith places. It's very dangerous to engage with ideas like that and with the people spreading those ideas. It's dangerous for me, personally, as a trans person, to try to engage with somebody who would prefer I not exist. That is such a lie. No one who 
decries the illogic of the transgender movement once a transgender person not to exist. And we want you to exist in a life that is healthier for you, understanding and buying into and becoming who you were created to be by God. And did you notice it's very dangerous to engage with ideas? No, it's not. It's not dangerous to engage with ideas. It's healthy to engage with ideas, to have your ideas challenged. It's healthy for me to have my ideas challenged. That's why I don't shy from a conversation. The more conversations you have, the more understanding you have. The more certain you are who you are. But if you're not going to engage in any ideas, it tells me that you don't want to engage in any ideas because you don't want to be talked out of your delusion. Now, in the middle of the show today, I talked about the 102-year-old Grand Marshal, the Upper Arlington 4th of July Parade. A gentleman who stormed the beaches at Normandy won five bronze stars and a silver star. And I said to my friends who was telling who were telling me about him, I said, I wonder what he thinks of all the weirdness that has emanated from the freedom that he fought gamely to provide. This is not that gentleman, but this is a 100-year-old World War II vet talking about this country now. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for, and the boys that died for it. It's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. That's not what our boys, that's not what they died for. I just, just not it. That is so sad because it is so true. You know, I think of, um, there are times I've said to my brothers that I'm glad my father's not alive anymore to see what our country is becoming. To see the absolute lies that are being perpetrated as truth. To have a president who on the 4th of July Instead of talking about we're in a challenging time, inflation is high, but we're Americans, we can pull together and we'll get through this. Uses the platform of his presidency to continue to to demonize one of the three branches of government, the Supreme Court. It's fine if he disagrees with the decision on Casey versus Planned Parenthood. That's fine. You're allowed to disagree. But frame it in such a way to unite people, not to divide people. I'm sad when I hear the sorrow in that brave, brave veteran's voice. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.